Hello and welcome. I'm Carmina Constantino. Here are the news today, April 12th, 2021. The health department defending government's move to downgrade the NCR Plus bubble back to the second strictest lockdown level. From April 12 to 30, the National Capital Region, Olacan, Cavite, Laguna and Rizal, will all be placed under a modified enhanced community quarantine or MECQ. It will also be in place over the provinces of Quirino and Abra, as well as the city of Santiago and Isabela. The DOH says this decision was based on a cost-benefit analysis. It also considered the lockdown's impact on the economy. We cannot still see uh, the effect of the ECQ that we have done. But if we look at the numbers right now, it is still increasing. But hopefully, the hope would be because of all of these measures that we are doing, in about two weeks' time, we will see the decline in the number of cases. What would be most important right now to consider would be the healthcare utilization. These are the yeah. hospital network, the PPMFs, and the care for our patients. This comes as the Philippines recorded 11,681 new COVID-19 cases on Sunday, pushing the country's total to nearly 865,000. The latest data from the health department show over 146,500 cases remain active. The country also confirmed more than 55,200 new recoveries, the highest so far in a single day. The death toll, meanwhile, rose to 14,945 after 201 more people succumbed to the disease. A disturbing development in the local fight against COVID-19. Some of the most recent coronavirus deaths in the Philippines are apparently mild and even asymptomatic patients. But the health department says the patients may have died from other causes. The health agency adds it's possible the mild or asymptomatic cases turned critical or severe. It's just that their raw data didn't reflect it. Former Health Chief Esperanza Cabral once again criticizing the Duterte administration for its COVID-19 response. This is what she's saying. She says government has not done anything significant during the two weeks of hard lockdown in the NCR Plus bubble. What we've done is gone through uh, um, enhanced lockdowns three times already. And each time we said it is to make sure that the health capacity is improved so that the next time around we will be able to deal with it better, but we haven't really done that. We have, for example, the one, command, one hospital command center adding more people to man telephone lines. We uh, have PGH um, getting their Bayanihanmuna operation center going on. We have about 127 healthcare workers from Region 7 coming in to augment the hospitals. So these are positive things, but they are little things. The Financial Executives Institute of the Philippines are welcoming government's decision to downgrade lockdown measures in the national capital region and nearby provinces. Phoenix President Attorney Francis Lim says this will allow more industries to reopen and more employees can go back to work. But the group reiterates such restrictions will only be effective if government steps up other aspects of its COVID-19 response like contact tracing, vaccine procurement and health care 
system capacity. The Philippines could lower its GDP target for this year due to the economic effects of the two-week enhanced community quarantine that was imposed two weeks ago. Philippine Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno says the GDP target for this year may go down to between 6 and 7 percent. Last week, the Development Budget Coordination Committee said it expects a GDP of around 6.5 to 7.5 percent. Meanwhile, Diokno forecasts an inflation rate of around 4.2 percent this year. Inflation eased from 4.7 percent in February to 4.5 in March. Tingin namin ay uh, patuloy na bababa. Siguro tataas pa ng kont, medyo, medyo mataas pa rin ng inflation for the first two quarters this year, pero bababa rin siya sa second half of the year. So around 2022, ang forecast naman namin ay ang inflation will be on average around mga 3.7-3.8%. Piyasakan namin na makakabawi rin tayo siguro by uh, sometime in 2022. Makakabalik tayo doon sa so where we were before in 2019. At yun naman ay uh, nakabase rin yun. So kung ga gaano kabilis natin ma-deploy ma ma yung, yung vaccination. A curfew violator in the province of Laguna died after allegedly being beaten up by village watchmen. Local police now searching for the two village watchmen involved in the death of 26-year-old Hernani Jimenez. The victim was reportedly looking for work when he was apprehended for violating curfew Wednesday. Jimenez collapsed from his injuries and died at a hospital Friday. Earlier this month, another curfew violator died in Cavite after being forced to do intense exercise as punishment. Passengers who fake their COVID-19 test results may be fined up to 50,000 pesos or serve a maximum of six months in jail. That warning coming from Philippine Airlines after it caught at least 15 individuals who presented fraudulent health documents in Manila. Those passengers were taking flights to Cotabato, Dipolog, and Zamboanga. The country's flag carrier says they have since been turned over to the police. PAL also advised Filipinos to trust only legitimate medical providers for their COVID-19 tests. China exploring the possibility of mixing COVID-19 vaccines to bolster their efficacy. That's after the country's top disease control official made a rare admission on the performance of homegrown vaccines. Here's the full story. China's top disease control official has said the country is formally considering mixing COVID-19 vaccines as a way of further boosting vaccine efficacy. Available data shows Chinese vaccines lag behind others, including Pfizer and Moderna, in terms of efficacy, but require less stringent temperature controls during storage. Gao Fu, the director of the Chinese Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on Saturday, said the current available vaccines, quote, don't have very high rates of protection. Adding, quote, inoculation using vaccines of different technical lines is being considered. Gao said that taking steps to optimize the vaccine process, including changing the number of doses and the length of time between doses, was a definite solution to the efficacy issues. China has developed four domestic vaccines approved for public use. And an official said on Saturday that the country will likely produce 3 billion doses by the end of the year. 
a COVID-19 vaccine developed by China's Sinovac was found to have an efficacy rate of slightly above 50 percent in Brazilian clinical trials. A separate study in Turkey said it was 83.5 percent effective. No detailed efficacy data has been released on vaccines made by China's Sinopharm. A World Health Organization panel said in March that both vaccine makers have presented data on their COVID-19 vaccines, indicating levels of efficacy in line with those required by the WHO. China has shipped millions of its vaccines abroad, and officials and state media have fiercely defended the shots while calling into question the safety and logistics capabilities of other vaccines. The Philippines has received 500,000 more doses of Sinovac's COVID-19 vaccine, which the government, government purchased. The shipment arrived from China Sunday afternoon. Vaccine chief Carlito Galvez Jr. says the new batch of Coronavac will be delivered to the Visayas and Mindanao, as well as some areas in Metro Manila with high COVID-19 infections. The Chinese firm has committed to deliver a 1.5 million doses this month and 2 million in May. The Philippine government also expects an initial 20,000 doses of Russia's Sputnik V vaccine to arrive next week. A COVID-19 vaccine from South Korea showing promising results after it yielded a 91 to 95 percent efficacy rate in its phase one and phase two clinical trials. According to Glovax Biotech, the local firm which will distribute the vaccine in the Philippines, it's Ucorvac-19 uses a tried-and-tested protein subunit technology. The company adds the combined Phase 2 and Phase 3 clinical trials are scheduled to begin in the Philippines this month. We are confident with our product, with our test results in Phase 1 and Phase 2. And that is why we wanted to conduct a clinical trial that is platform to platform, which means that we are going to compare uh, the efficacy and safety with uh, other vaccines that are already provided with EUA. So, uh, so this will be uh, com uh, combining or testing uh, those uh, different types of uh, COVID vaccines and to see which are more effective and safer for uh, the Philippine context. No? So, uh, so we are going to compare protein subunit versus uh, inactivated. Meanwhile, the Philippines and the United States kicking off a two-week military or make that joint military exercise today. The annual Balikatan was suspended last year due to the pandemic. Unlike previous exercises, this year's drills will be scaled down. Only 1,700 soldiers will participate from both countries. The resumption of the Balikatan comes after a talk between the two countries' defense chiefs. They discuss the drills, the situation in the South China Sea, and other regional security developments. In that phone call, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin also reiterated the importance of the visiting forces agreement between Washington and Manila. Philippine Defense Chief Delfin Lorenzana has committed to discuss the agreement with President Rodrigo Duterte, who unilaterally canceled the two-decade-old deal last year. And that's your flash briefing. For more updates, log on to news.abs-cbn.com.